Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Off Grid Pros Podcast. How's it going? How's it going, everybody? Doing swell. Great. Ryan? Good. It's, it's real good. Happy good for today. you. Yep. Happy for you. So today is a very uh, special episode. We have our first ever guest on here. Woo! Heck yeah. We got Elon Musk, finally. Um, I'm just kidding. This His name is Derek. Um, just a rando. Uh, say hi to the folks, Derek. How's it going, folks? Nice. Yeah. So Derek is actually um, an installer at Prometheus Solar in Flagstaff, our install company. We'll talk about him in just a second here. Uh, But first off, just want to say thanks so much for listening in. Like I said, this is our 10th episode. This is right where uh, Ryan said that we would die off. So we've made it. We'll find out if we have an 11th episode or not, if we do die off. But uh, I'm pretty proud of us. Uh, Don't forget, go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Say a little something-something, why you love us, all that kind of stuff. Also, I posted that link a little while ago about the T-shirts and the the mugs and hats and stuff. So, like, if you're not decked out in off-grid pros uh, gear, I'm going to be pissed. So just do it. Um, Go buy some off-grid pro stuff at shopoffgrid.com. Like I said, today we're talking about camping. Now, Derek and Ryan are big advocates, you could say, of camping. Kennelly and I... Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> I think we're more like the, the glamping type. Um, as long as there's a cabin and it has like air conditioning and all that kind of stuff. Then what Central heating, air conditioning, preferably a chef in a hot tub. <laughs> made service i swear to god the hot tub makes it into every episode <laughs> yeah so let's talk a little bit about derek who are you derek why are you here well i um i've actually been living here in flagstaff for a couple years now I, as you mentioned i'm an installer with prometheus i head up our grid tie division actually um and uh i had a couple I had about a year of experience in solar before heading here, but I have in the theme um, a lot, a lot of experience in camping. Heck yeah. Um, before I actually did solar, I spent about a decade doing wildlife research for um, various entities, uh, United States Forest Service, as well as Colorado Parks and Wildlife, Idaho Fishing Game, and uh, Nevada Fishing Game. So, nice. um, on top of that, I also recreationally camp quite a bit. So cool. Maybe we'll, uh, invite you back based on how you do here today, um, oh. for a future episode <laughs> talking about uh, those things. <laughs> it's basically like an interview. Uh, if it doesn't go well, that's all, that's all there is to it. Perfect. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, I was just thinking when you mentioned solar installations, uh, we can do an entire season on just picking Derek's brain based on viewer comments and what they would like to know about installing their own solar. Yeah. So we could, we could take a list of questions um, from our listeners and compile those and, and, uh, and ask him. 
For sure. Yeah, because you guys, I was going to say, if you guys don't know, you don't. You just met Derek. Um, he actually has his own tiny home, just like Ryan. So when we do future tiny home episodes. That's right. Welcome I, back, uh, Derek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, in the future, we probably do could do some episodes about, you know, like fishing game or um, any any of those other areas of expertise. I think that'd be pretty cool. Something people would enjoy. Anytime. So. And tiny house living too. It's uh I actually was fortunate enough to beat Ryan even to the punch of living in a tiny house. He's been working on his now for four years and I bought mine and within three months I moved in. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's trying to fight, Ryan. <laughs> Yes, he's trying to rub that in. Well, they'll get their chance to duke it out because unbeknownst to both Ryan and Derek, Jonathan and I had already decided that you're both doing YouTube videos and we're going to decide who has the better tiny home. Oh, yes. Yeah, yep, yep. We're doing kind of like a welcome to my crib thing. Uh, Tiny house crib. Yeah, tiny house cribs. Quick Mm -hmm. video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it gets more than one downvote. More than one dislike. <laughs> My video didn't exactly kill it, so hey, it does have a thumbs up now. I checked. I know so. it's my friend Adam. We had him do that the other day when we were having a beer together. That's so sad. Just hit the thumbs up, please. <laughs> it's just so funny. There's literally one reaction. It was a thumbs down. Like, who is that? Who are you? What are you doing? Uh, love that. All right, so. Today, because this is Derek's first time on the podcast, we decided we're going to have him read the fun fact for today. All right, Derek, it's all you. The fun fact of the day is crickets can calculate the temperature. Nice. Yeah. You don't always need a fancy gadget to tell you how hot or cold it is. During the spring and summer months, you can calculate the temperature by listening to the chirping cricket. Simply count the number of chirps you hear in 14 seconds and then add 40 to that number to find out the temperature in degrees in Fahrenheit. How real is that, Ryan? Sound. I, I actually have I, – I'm pretty sure it's not real. You I just lied to us? It was a fun lie. Okay. <laughs> I just – I. I, I was, uh, I confirmed it on multiple websites. Yeah, I looked it up too. But you know how that goes. So Did just like with our, uh, no, I, I'm, fact it? you got it. Oh, uh, no, no, I did not do that. I, 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 what I imagine is like some wildlife researcher, <laughs> you know, um, did some paper on, you know, how ch- crickets chirp their, that rate increases and decreases with temperature and somebody's just like, like you know what we don't do <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i did uh i did look it up um how that works and apparently it's mostly the males that are the uh quote singers so they're the ones chirping around and uh they're doing it for one of four reasons to attract females uh and then okay both of these first two are literally just attracting females and then because they're being aggressive or there's danger. So maybe they're aggressively attracting women 
Okay. Or you're to in, danger. You're in danger with the climate. Got it. Yep. That's also oddly specific. Like that would be a really accurate way to tell the temperature. Like one chirp in 14 seconds, 41 degrees exactly. Right? Is that right? Is that my reading that correctly? So if you don't hear any yeah. chirps, then it's then you're dead. Forty. <laughs> Then it's 40 Zero. degrees outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it's <laughs> Yeah, because if it's below 40 They're degrees, dead. they don't. They don't chirp they don't below chirp. 40? They don't chirp, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd know that if you camped yeah, more. No, I've camped a lot. <laughs> no, I don't like camping because how much camping I've had to do. <laughs> Keneally's a, a big outdoors guy. He uh, goes outside to sit in the hot tub, and then he comes back in. Yep. Exactly. I don't even like how cold I am from the hot tub to my house, and it's four feet away. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about camping. Um, so, like I said, Ryan actually wrote this episode, and because Ryan's a big camper, and Derek loves to camp. So they're going to be the two that are kind of spearheading this thing today. Um, so first off, let's talk a little bit about the essentials that you'll need for Specifically, now we know there's different ways to, to camp. Actually, let's talk about that first. So how, how do you two specifically like to camp? Do you like to do it? I wrote in here like an RV, a tent, or a sleeping bag like a psycho. So you're literally just sleeping outside. What are you guys into? <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. Um, I would say for me, it varies quite a bit on um, what my motives are for camping. Like I spend a lot of time camping for traveling. It's significantly cheaper than staying at a hotel or motel or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I'm camping, traveling, I typically do truck bed setup. So like raised platform in the back of the truck with Tempur-Pedic mattress in the back like a baller is that like is that like your new camper that you just got that you called the what is it the golden f shack oh yeah it is golden <laughs> red truck with golden topper and nice. it is glorious do you have a Where shag carpet in there <laughs> i should install one but it is a recent addition for more headroom specifically nice. okay so it serves a purpose oh the best purpose <laughs> Oh, that's, that's gross. Where where did where did this come from? Where did where did you get your uh, your truck topper? Like, what your... position made him think that he needed that much headroom? Kennelly, I'm gonna kick you off this podcast right this minute. I'm just gonna mute your mic the rest of the time. Where did you buy? Where did you buy this? Did you? you um, oh, from... I just found it on Craigslist. But I, I had oh, another okay. topper for my truck for a long time that was just like cab height. Okay. That did the job. But I mean, I've also like traveled and lived out of a Honda Element, um, Subaru Outback. Car camping is definitely for traveling purposes is uh, the method that I definitely highly recommend. Um and like, there's lots of variations. Um, we even have a guy here in town in Flagstaff, Jay Wellman, former Prometheus employee, um, yep. makes some pretty great camper truck bed um, setups. Actually, I have for like a nice pop up. But um, for traveling and like 
doing a range of activities, whether it be like skiing, biking, or climbing, it's really nice to be able to come back to like comfy sleeping situation. But um, I also definitely enjoy doing a lot of backpacking, which um, obviously is a lot different. And depending on the climate, the camping setup varies quite a bit, whether it be like a psychopath, just sleeping bag (laughs) and uh, sleeping pad, just going light Um, or, you know, like a, a nice big tent, especially if you're like gonna base camp out of somewhere and you're going to an area that's going to rain a lot too just to just to interject there that jay that he referred to uh he actually owns overland campers and uh so if anybody wants to check that out that's uh that's o-v-r-l-n-d campers you can google that um we will be uh partnering we'll be selling or at least providing a source to find his campers get in touch with him uh, if any of our listeners uh, are interested in those. Yeah, that business welcome, really Jay. took off. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome for the free advertising. So uh, that, that business really <laughs> took off because he, he, uh, he was with Prometheus as a solar installer and then decided that he wanted to start doing that. And then it just, uh, he was, what was it, like seven, eight months of orders out um, just because there were so many. So, and that's like a constant thing it's not just like when he first started he's i'm pretty sure that's like still the situation so definitely a good business for him to be in um what about you ryan what's your preference uh yeah i I think like derek it's it's a lot about just what you're doing and and uh what the weather is like um you know i i really like to be comfortable regardless of what i'm doing so um you know if i'm gonna be camping in the back of the truck, which, which we do a lot, like got really nice, really nice mattress, you know, it's, it's still really comfortable, you know, and there's plenty of room, you know, and, you know, if, if I'm just going out camping, I, and in like car camping or something, my, I really, the best is if it's good weather for me is like a cot, no sleeping bag or no, no, no tent. So cot and sleeping bag, no tent, just like under the stars, like it, with, in good weather, like that is like perfect for me. And when so. you say good weather, what do you <laughs> what do you think good weather is? What's Ryan's good weather? Because I know that I know one thing in the army, which is where I gained my hatred for camping. There is no such thing as good weather. It doesn't exist. No matter what, you're either extremely cold when you wake up or uncomfortably hot. Um, Ryan's not so picky. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you got a nice sleeping bag, nights, uh, you know, if it's not raining and it's, you know, above 20 degrees or so, like that's, that's pretty good conditions. Um, I mean, that's, I would say the colder the better. Yeah, I mean, for sleeping, it's really nice. Like, if you got a good sleeping bag, it just feels great when you crawl in there and it's cold outside, but you're all nice and warm in there and you can still sit and watch the stars and stuff. It's, it's, it's a I good way I, to do it. I guess I should clarify, the sleeping bag part doesn't bother me. It's the part when you have to get out of it. Like, when you wake up at 3.45 in the morning and you have to piss out all that Bud Light... <laughs> 
and it's <laughs> 20 degrees or 15 degrees at night. That part sucks for me. Well, you have to focus on on the getting back in, right? So you're, you're like you're pissing, and then you're you're looking forward to getting back in and being nice and warm. <laughs> okay. So it, that the part where you get back in, it's amazing. I'll tell you where, where I'm at with this. If I get out of bed, if I'm going to holiday in, and I get out of bed and I'm too cold, I'm calling the front desk. Immediately. You're not going to turn the heater you on? Just, just, do it yourself, <laughs> idiot. That front desk is getting a very stern phone call. Moving God. on. All right. So, yeah. So, you guys – where? So you talk about like different scenarios of, of camping. So where are where are your favorite camping locations to go to? Because I know Ryan, you're like always going to Colorado or uh, New Mexico and all kinds of stuff. Where where are your guys' favorite places to go camping? Yeah, I, I, for me, I, I really like the high country in in Colorado. Like that's my that, in the summers. That's where we would go for sure. Um, but it's really nice around here in the winter to go down South and, uh, like Sedona and, and the deserts, you know, outside of Phoenix and that kind of stuff. Like that's the really nice thing about this area is you can, you can camp pretty comfortably all year, year long. So, um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy desert camping. Um, just as, just as much as I do like high country Colorado, but and it's nice that you could get that variation, you know. Yeah. Have you guys ever been attacked by wildlife while you're sleeping? Uh, possum once. <laughs> what? <laughs> just like while you were sleeping, a possum just started trying to eat you. Tried to uh, was nibbling on my sleeping bag. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's it. Spoiler nice. alert! I killed it with a rock. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say like stop, go away. <laughs> no, um, it was actually in New Zealand, where um, possums are highly invasive, and most people would encourage you to kill possums. So I did. Oh my god! The native ecology a favor. Wow. Nice. So that actually nice. spoils the – I was going to interject after Derek answered his favorite camping spots and ask you guys which – or where was the, the most unique place you've camped? I don't know if New Zealand is it for Derek, but I just want to prepare you both for that question um, after Derek responds to, uh, you know, where he likes to camp. Obviously, yeah, we're like, murdering possums in New Zealand. <laughs> We've covered that. <laughs> I think I think Ryan's probably got a, a good camping one um, or a good unique one. But first, oh. I guess we'll start with with Derek, and then Ryan can figure out what I'm thinking of. <laughs> All right. So what's well, your what's your favorite, um, Derek? Where or I guess what's your most unique? Most unique. It depends on what you mean by camping. So if you mean just sleeping outside. Yeah, let's, go <laughs> let's go with that answer that's that's definitely the one we want to go with if just sleeping outside is camping um i've had uh several um experiences hitchhiking and um when i actually moved out here i um had a ride 
I'm originally from New Hampshire. And uh, I had a ride from Michigan to Colorado, but I needed to get to Michigan. So I hitchhiked to Michigan. And um, one of the nights I spent camping. And there was air quotes. In I don't there. like that. Yeah. I don't like the way you're saying in, it. Uh, Akron, Ohio. Oh God. And I unfortunately was woken up by a person, unfortunately, um, getting robbed. And I was sleeping in like a town park, just like in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> I got as deep in that bush as I possibly could. So you didn't help the person getting robbed? No. You just went deeper into the bush. They were three in the bush. robbing one person. Oh my god. You didn't do anything? Hell no. I just gained so much more respect for you. <laughs> wow. That's definitely a, a unique camping experience. Yeah. It's a good one. I can't but, top that. That's um, for sure. My favorite places to camp are not Akron, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, it's Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> is uh, the high country for sure. I think the high country um, in designated wilderness areas is the best bang for your buck when it comes to camping locations. Um, because you can't drive there. Um, you have to either walk or take a horse. And um, those areas are incredibly remote and very beautiful. Specifically, high country Colorado um, in the San Juan Mountains, which are the closest mountains to here in Colorado. Lots and lots of wilderness. And I know Ryan has had a lot of experience in that same area, um, the Weminuch Wilderness. That would probably be my favorite camping location. Cool. All right, Ryan. How about you, Ryan? Most unique. I, you I think can't. Of what I was thinking. What are you thinking about? I don't even. Weren't you like camping basically when you were when you went to was it was it Asia, Peru? Where did oh, you go? To Nepal. Nepal. Yeah, you Nepal. went to Nepal. Yeah. Weren't yeah you I mean, camping? it's. I mean. Not real. We were staying in tea houses, but they're like, you know, they're just kind of like wooden shacks with yeah. uh, a mattress that's like a half inch thick. So is it the it, same as yeah. an opium den? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> opium light. When you say tea house in Nepal, I think opium den. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely the you know the most unique location that I've that I've been outdoors in so did you murder a possum while you were there no no you don't you don't see a lot of animals in the himalayas Hmm. yeah high yeah yeah it's it's high and i mean there's been you know it's not like the cleanest area like there's it's it's beautiful but you know people have been living there for a long time and it's it's been lived in. <laughs> so what would be your most unique then? Oh God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've, uh, built like snow caves and slept in snow caves, stuff like that. 
Um, like Colorado? an igloo? No, just like I've done that in Flagstaff. Oh, just, wow. Yeah. So like when it snows outside, you think <laughs> go, go sleep out there igloo and sleep out it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah, I did that. I've, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I see the snow, I'm like, sweet. I get to call in. <laughs> <laughs> But now you don't because you just work from home. So yeah, no, well, that's true. Yeah, I can still call in because of snow because I work from home. Yeah, I mean, I would look stupid, but I well, I do that anyway. So. Yeah, so that's not abnormal. <laughs> could you imagine if I called in? I was like, right, I can't come into work today. It's there's too much snow on the ground. You're like, where, where, where do you have to go except your kitchen? Snowed in. Snowed in. Snowed in. Snow got in. Skylar let her doggy door open all night. Yeah. <laughs> and get there. All right. Moving all on. Right. So, uh, so with that, we're actually going to take a little break here, and we'll be right back. And welcome back. All right. So we're actually going to jump now into uh, a little bit about essentials for camping. I guess essentials is um, a strong word. Well, suggested (laughs) things to bring along based on whatever you're into is what we're going to say. So for specifically, I guess, for like car camping or maybe um, camping um, where – like if you are like Derek and you like to sleep on the ground outside um, with in a bush, then maybe this kind of stuff might be a little bit of help sometimes. One time. One. <laughs> that was twice. Uh, <laughs> maybe three times. I don't know. Um, okay. So some, some things you're obviously going to need. Um, tent, sleeping bags. Some people like to bring chairs. Some people like to bring flashlights. Whatever you're really into. Um, you guys ever – do you ever not bring a flashlight? Is like, do you just say screw it? I don't need that. No, always bring a headlamp. Headlamp, yeah, not 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 a just a regular old flashlight, but never never use a flashlight, but always have a headlamp. Do you always like bring like backup batteries for that kind of thing, or or how's or you're just like mm, no, I'd love good. to say yes, but <laughs> it's not it's not the way it usually works. <laughs> Um, cool. Yeah. And then if you like, like we've talked about, I think, what was it? Episode three, we talked about solar power stations. Lots of people like to have, you know, a little bit of power when they are going off grid, whether it's temporarily, you know, if you're camping or, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever, it's a good thing to have. If you, uh, want to have a little bit of power with you, whether it's, you know, charging a phone or if you have maybe rechargeable batteries for like a headlamp or something like that, any of that kind of stuff, it's good to have some power just in case. Um, I know some people actually take a solar generator like the EcoFlow Delta with them and they'll put it in the back of their car, you know, and it's like, if I need to charge up a, I don't know, if, if you need to power up like your solar cooker, they're like, okay, I've got something so I can still eat so I don't have to create fire or anything like that. So definitely good uses out there. 
Um, and then, of course, water products. You need to make sure you've got water or a way to get water. Um, we talked about that last, was it last week that we talked about water? No, two weeks ago. We talked about water. Yeah, we went over the rinse kit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of bikinis in that demo on shopoffgrid.com. <laughs> Just and mailman. There might be one actually. If you're into I, bikinis or like FedEx dudes, that's <laughs> yeah, that video has got it all. Yeah, yeah. I took them straight from their website and I saw that. I was like, interesting. They're going for everybody. They're trying to reach every market of person. So those rinse kits, good thing to have. Um, actually heats up the water too, so that's pretty cool. So if you want to take like a 90 second shower, go for it. Um, I think the most important thing is going to be first aid. So if you guys are just, you know, regular camping, sleeping outside on a cot like you do, Ryan, do you guys make sure to bring first aid or is it kind of like the backup batteries where you're like, eh, that's fine. I think it depends on what you're doing, right? Like if you're going backpacking trip, I always like to have, you know, a first aid kind of have a, first aid kit that I've assembled over the years that has all the the good stuff in it. Um, but just in case yeah, you need a tourniquet. Uh, yeah. I guess tourniquet's not, not in that kit, yeah. but, um, my first aid so, kit pretty much includes gauze and tape. Yeah. You gotta keep it simple. Cool. Just to hold stuff together until you get back. Exactly. I'm surprised Derek even has gauze because, like, I've seen when he cuts himself <laughs> and he just wraps it up with electrical tape <laughs> or duct tape or sometimes nothing. Sometimes he just bleeds on things. Oh my god! I'm kind of impressed you have gauze in there. Yeah. That's for other people. That's uh, those are for backpacking. Um, that's work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> electrical tape. If I bleed out at work, then I can just go home. <laughs> um, so here's a here's a question for me. What have you guys ever had a situation where you're in the middle of nowhere and you're like you obviously had to drive there. So like your car when you're trying to leave breaks down or doesn't start. Like and you just like have no phone service. Has that ever happened to either of you? Or you're just literally in the middle of nowhere? There is no. no way that that has not happened that, to Derek. I, that is, I feel that like is, that happens yeah. on a regular basis, Derek. <laughs> that just like not happen on a regular basis. I only had one one vehicle that it did happen on a regular basis, and I just had a jump kit um, with like a small battery in the car at all times because it was one of those circumstances. I was young. It was just like a quick fix. Instead of getting a new battery. Just jump <laughs> That's that's like I feel like that that'd be something I'd be nervous about. Like literally just being in in the middle of nowhere and just like, okay, well my battery's dead. So now I just live here, I guess. <laughs> that's not the only alternative. <laughs> I guess I'm dead then. Okay, I live here or I'm dead. Those are the two options. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ryan? Does that wrap um, Yeah, I don't think so. I think... Wow. But, like, Lucky. typically... 
you know, when you're out, you're, pre- you're prepared, Nissans. right? Like you've got stuff with you because you're planning on camping. So, yeah. Well, if you guys didn't know, um, we actually do sell a jump starter on shopoffgrid.com. <laughs> Um, Very handy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's from Lion. Um, they're the ones that make those other solar power power stations um, and portable panels. So you can get a jump starter there, or, or I guess you can get it on Shop Off Grid. And uh, so if you're in the middle of nowhere and you break down, you don't need another car to help you. So should definitely definitely something people would want to invest in. I think just in general, even if you don't plan on going out in the middle of nowhere. No, it literally, I was just going to mention that I actually used one of those the other day to get myself to Home Depot and back. And if you guys know where I live, Home Depot is walking distance. (laughs) (laughs) Literally a walk away. It is, but the the only truck I have now is my 88 Toyota pickup that I don't ever use. And the other day I was like, I got to buy a Traeger. I need a grill. And, um, I just jumped it on the way there, turned it off, got the grill in the truck, jumped it to get it back. <laughs> yeah. Lifesaver. If you're like Keneally, you should get one of those. You know what's even worse about that story is I get batteries for free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do stuff like that. I just do because I'm how I am. God. Because I, I'm just going to put a new battery in and it's going to go dead anyway because the truck's going to sit in the garage. But anyway, Lion Energy, go get, go get one of those. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's called the uh, Lion Cub. Is it JC. like a? Is it lithium? So, is it like small or something? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. super small. Um, yeah. If you want Ryan, let me know. I'll hit. I'll hook you up. We can probably get it for you at our Sweet. cost if you want. Sweet. That's, that's, a, that's a hell of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at our cost on our website. Um, <laughs> They're really not expensive. Like they, it's like just over a hundred bucks, I think, something like that. Um, so, not too bad. Not too bad if it's going to save your life. Am I right? Um, yeah, real, or get you to Home Depot. Yeah, can be a so. huge game saver because one time I did not have that, and I had to walk very far <laughs> in order to How? get out to a main road to flag someone down to get them to drive me back down that road to jump my vehicle so wow that's a really nice person it was a nice person if you saw derek just like on the side <laughs> of the road in the middle of nowhere arizona All dirty. <laughs> if i saw derek on my way to work i wouldn't stop <laughs> it's the mullet <laughs> god no, I'm just kidding. All For right. our listeners, Derek is very good looking. You can see him on LinkedIn. <laughs> you can actually see him on the Prometheus Solar page because he's got his bio up there. Um, unlike several others, because they never gave me a a bio to put up there. I think Derek was like yeah. the only one. So you're the only installer at Prometheus. Um, yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to backpacking. Um, Ryan, you've got here, it says my backpacking list. What, what is so, that list? I've been on a lot of backpacking trips where I, you know, you get in, you know, 10, 12 miles and then you realize, oh, I forgot whatever. Like I bought, I like, I hiked this bottle of wine in this 
12 miles, but then I forgot the cork, <laughs> like the, the opener. It's like, shit. So now you're like, it's not like you're not going to drink the wine, but now you have to spend like an hour, you know, trying to get the cork out. Right. So, you know, it's just stuff like that. Like I've, I've compiled a list over the years and that's what I would recommend to people. I just, I really love that. That was your example of what your backpacking list is. Now, I really feel like anybody that's ever gone camping or just been at a party where wine is involved and you don't have a corkscrew, that's when you're real, like you're the true power of your brain yes. kicks yes. in. <laughs> you start problem solving yeah. real uh, quick to get that cork out. And I know a couple <laughs> techniques, like the one with your shoe. You know, you can pop it off by creating pressure with your shoe. You could yep. do like Derek just said and just break it and hope that you don't get too much glass in your yeah. stomach. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna drink the wine. It's just it's just taking time, you know, when you could otherwise just be relaxing. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, what 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 else are you including besides your wine and your your wine bottle opener? Um. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, lots of stuff. Like it's all it's on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So some things like like Doc Bronner's. Um, the it's like camp soap, right? So you can use it for like washing dishes, washing yourself, like. Stuff like that that's multi-purpose, lightweight. That's that's yeah. the way to go. You think we could sell that? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm, they also hey. advertise it as toothpaste, which I would not oh my recommend. God. Mm, I've never tried so that. So toothpaste mm. and then wash your dishes and wash yourself. So yeah. you, you just basically go from balls to plate <laughs> to mouth? <laughs> like, I don't like that. <laughs> at all that sounds that sounds like a terrible idea we should definitely sell that stuff oh, not sure how that didn't make the original list of 55 companies yeah yeah we had such a long list of things that we need to sell yeah. we still need to reach out to so many of them um, I, know, I know so i know so we need to sell soap all right what else you got ryan um let's see we got i mean like like a headlamp is on here. We already talked about that, but that's essential, right? You can't. Everyone that I know that backpacks uses a headlamp. Um, you camp stove. Um, you could do like a pro, like a lightweight propane stove, or um, a lot of people are using like the the small solo stoves these days, where you like you can put a little bit of wood in it, and it's like a personal stove for cooking it's really nice yeah so that's different from the ghost sun that we um, talked about last so week? yeah it's different from that it's something else we should probably try to sell but ghost sun i don't think that those are lightweight how heavy? Like, a, like a solo stove but like a lot of these stoves yeah how heavy are our um, solo stoves? i mean they're like six eight ounces you know like really lightweight stuff mm. so yeah, our uh, our lightest uh, solar oven is the GoSun Go, which is two pounds. And that's, I mean, that's not horrible for cooking, you know. Um, I think with a lot of like the propane butane stoves, by the time you carry the canister or whatever, um, 
you, you might be approaching that. So, yeah. Yeah. Now this one's like, it like zips up and stuff. So it's like, actually it, it is its own carrying case. So like when you open it up, it's like already ready to go. It doesn't yeah. come in a separate carrying case. There's like, we've got a picture of this guy with it just strapped to his backpack actually on here. And then the next one's like, they've heated up water. Um, so I think it was like uh 15, 13.5 ounces of capacity in there of like fluid ounces. What so. is average boiling time for that thing? So this thing, it, it gets up to 550 degrees. Um, and then I'm not sure about like how fast it does. And it, it says like you can get, you can like cook a meal in as little as 20 minutes. Oh, it boils water in 45 minutes. So yeah, that's what, the, that's the go and go. Um, so yeah, so you taking cooking stuff, taking soap, uh, yeah. and a headlamp. Yeah. I mean, pretty you much, need. you know, besides, you know, tent, sleeping bag, all that kind of stuff. Got to make sure you, you have coffee. Um, oh yeah. Is this, so this your preferred is coffee just, method. Are you like French pressing out there? Or I think like you would mix? be the type of person that's French pressing I, out in the wilderness, Ryan. Since you're I, already drinking I wine tonight. I wouldn't lie to you. I have I have done I have done the <laughs> press, like the small press before, but these days I'm not doing that. I'm doing those uh those Star Starbucks like VIA packets. These things are just real real easy and, and taste pretty decent. Just like you know. Starbucks VIA packet. We gotta reach out to yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious love what, us to what sell Derek their stuff. does for cooking and coffee. Surprisingly, I have the French press. Um, I thought you were just going to say, like, I murder animals <laughs> and then <laughs> use their fur Blood. to build the fire. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I'm a fancy French presser. Um, there's a company called GSI. Very, I believe you, you can even, they're pretty affordable, but it's just like a mug that is a French press. So it's like an insulated mug that is a French press and it's pretty awesome. Oh, dang. Good lightweight system. You're not carrying around like when I'm car camping, sometimes like I'll bring the at home French press, but twice I've broken it. So. I'm it's a, we've got a stainless anymore. steel one because we broke many nice. French presses on camping trips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easy to do. Throw it in the back of your truck and rally yourself down a dirt road and then you take it out and you have a bunch of, yeah, broken glass or plastic in the back of your truck. Dang. Yeah, I brought up okay. the French press specifically because your your options in the army are the stuff that the the cooks will get you, which that's not <laughs> I don't know what you call that. It's not good. You got to mix a bunch of chocolate in it just to drink it, um, or just a French press is is a we found a pretty good option. I'm looking at uh, a GSI's website here. They sell so many things. Like beyond the French press thing, they've got like 
cookware, stoves, campfire things, chef tools, table tableware things like, you know, forks and whatever, coffee stuff, party stuff, like wine glasses. Um, and since we, we just gave them free advertising, game. they owe us a favor, so we might as well. Yeah, so we're definitely going to start uh, selling their stuff. Let's reach out to those guys. That's like perfect. That'd be great. We'll do a whole episode on them. You're welcome, GSI out, Outdoors. GSI Outdoors. Thanks, Derek, so. and welcome to the marketing team. Good yeah. <laughs> Since you brought it up, Derek, you have to reach out to them. <laughs> no problem. French Heck presses yeah. all day. Uh, and then, uh, Keneally, I wanted to bring something up that is your favorite. Um the solar backpack. Can you oh. tell us about that? Oh my gosh. The one by Renergy specifically or just the solar backpack in general? Well, I guess it is Renergy specific, but we don't actually sell Renergy stuff right now. Well, but you know, you can, you can talk about them. That's the one I own specifically. Um, I, it's great. I and mean, honestly, I love it. I bought it specifically to backpack. Not backpack. I'm lying. To wear as a backpack whilst in Europe. I was not backpacking at all. I backpacked from the Uber to the Airbnb and then to the bar. That's, but in those movements, it kept my phone and laptop charged. It's kind of nice. It's nice just wearing solar on your back. Because you can have it plugged in, and as long as there's some sort of sunlight hitting it, you're constantly charging your phone. So, like, I didn't have to worry about, you know, just, you know, when you fly, for example, like fly from Amsterdam to Germany, and you get get into Germany, and you take an Uber to a train station, and train station to Heidelberg. Like, you don't have to think about where are all these plugs at. You don't realize how much sun you're being in contact with that whole time especially if you just set it up next to the window in the plane it's going to get enough to charge your phone um so i honestly the solar backpack is a, is a great utensil i will definitely be using that on my camping trip coming up in november at the grand canyon um so do we sell a brand i should know this but i don't what kind of brands what kind of solar backpacks are we selling these days we uh we don't currently actually have any solar backpacks um the only one that we've ever sold like through plug and play is is through renergy but renergy actually a few months ago uh we were actually going to give them away with installs for prometheus and uh we have mike requested yeah. yeah mike requested that i order like 30 backpacks um and then i i did and they were like hey we're actually uh discontinuing this so we, you can buy the last 15 that we have. So we bought the last 15. Um, so I don't know if they plan to ever bring them back, but at that time they were like, yeah, these are, these are no more. But I would love to find a new, a new company to, that makes those. So we'll probably look into that. Because it's I super convenient. I would be surprised to just around uh, with you. Goal Zero makes a solar backpack because they make a lot of stuff that is very specific to – um, mm -hmm. backcountry endeavors and i've seen a yeah. ton of people over the years using just like the fold up goal zero solar panels and they just like attach them to their backpack they have small attachments um and that just enables them to just like throw them on their 
which is kind of nice because then it's just not exposed all the time. Um, you yep. can kind of put them away when yeah. it's, uh, we might, uh, might have to start reaching out to, to goal zero again. So like I said, I think it was back in maybe March, April time. I reached out to them for plug and play and they just had so much business that they were like, no, we're not taking on any other partners. There's everything sold out. So it would not surprise me. Didn't they yeah, make an honorable cool. mention in the first episode or two? Oh, or maybe yeah, it was they're... a stock market one. We, I think it might've been the stock market episode. We talked about goal zero. They're like a subsidiary of another company or something. Yep. Yeah. They've been around and... in yeah, they're, several, they're several of these. Yeah. Yeah. They, they show up to like big events, like, uh, What's that event that's in Flagstaff? Um, Overland. Oh Overland. Yeah. Over Overland. Yeah. Yeah. The west western region, Overland, um, and they show up with like a full, like a storefront inside the back of like in this trailer. Like they just open open it up, and it just looks like a store. It's got like desk and everything. People can just walk up in there. They've got all their products and all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. So, Are they going to be at the Shot Show whenever Vegas opens back up to normal? Do you know? Maybe. I don't know. I know um, we're planning on assaulting that place. Yeah, we're going to be there. So we're going to be hanging out if right. it's We'll happening. just have to woo them with our charm during oh, yeah. that convention. We got yeah, to get there before noon, though, because afternoon it's tank time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. And then one one last little thing that I'm uh, I'm curious about what you guys do when you're when you're camping. What what kind of activities are you doing while you're out there besides drinking? Um, is there like do you guys like specifically like hunt, fish? Yeah, other than drinking, what do you do out there, Derek? <laughs> is that about it? <laughs> Drink. <laughs> it's just like coffee yeah. until like noon, and then. <laughs> I, I pretty much like when I'm camping, um, I'm going to a specific area in order to do um, a variety of activities, whether it be like skiing or climbing or biking. And those activities pretty much engulf my day. And then the evening, I am just drinking. Just drinking, huh? Just just drinking. <laughs> what about you ryan yeah yeah you know, for all you. the things i like i like fishing and hunting and mountain biking and more than drinking <laughs> and and you, any other you, substance you might you do all of those things while it. drinking <laughs> you know that's true or other legal things in i think i've uh i think i've gone fishing like twice in my life um and i couldn't catch a fish uh, once was with a stut brother and to take a picture, he just took one of the fish that he caught and put it on my pole. Cause I literally just couldn't do it. I don't think I had the patience. Oh, let him touch. I was also like 10 years old. <laughs> you were 10 years old and your stepbrother touched your pole with a fish. Like I said, Keneally, I'm going to kick you off of this podcast indefinitely. And it's just going to be the Ryan and Jonathan show. You know what's great about that is you can't. <laughs> I'm going to fire you. <laughs> you can't fire me. We found that out last episode. I found out right. It's great. Uh, all right. 
Well, thanks so much, Derek, for uh, joining us for this camping episode. Uh, hope you had a great time. Great time. Um, yeah, we'll invite you back for uh, future episodes. Just let us know uh, what, what you're interested in, what, what kind of topics you want to cover next time. In I guess in specific to all those different outdoorsy jobs that you had in the past. Um, so this is actually the end of season one of the off grid pros podcast. Um, so we are doing 10 episode seasons. Um, I think the plan is to be back in a few weeks, um, for, so like October 27th might be the next one to come out. Um, and we'll do a little spooky one for Halloween. So get excited about that. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, this is the end of season one. We'll be back soon. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't listened to the other nine episodes, go ahead and go do that right now. Just straight through. Don't even take a break. Um, you can do it while you're camping. You know, just download them. You can download them to your phone. Um, be sure to follow us. On all of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Check out that YouTube video of Keneally. Don't forget about it. Leave it a thumbs. I would say thumbs up. You know, I want to say thumbs down because it's Keneally. But I'll say leave a thumbs up. You're the cameraman. Like, I'm going to blame yeah. that on you for getting all my bad angles. <laughs> <laughs> Most of we'll, uh, we'll, post a, we'll post some videos uh, doing some tours of of Ryan and Derek's tiny homes. So we're going to get Ryan and Derek shirtless doing a tour of their tiny homes. And we're going to compare, we're going to compare thumbs down and thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. That'll be your vote. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, as always, you know, go check out all these different products we talked about today. Go get that, uh, uh, that jump starter, that lion jump starter on shopoffgrid.com. If you have any questions or suggestions, for podcast episodes uh, feel free to shoot us an email at info at shopoffgrid.com thanks again and we will catch you next time